Today is October 6, 2022. Welcome to Simply Bitcoin Live. We are streaming from the conference four of the mining conference. It's pretty epic. There's people walking in the background. We've never done this before. Looks like a newsroom. It's badass. <laughs> Anyways, we are your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover the breaking news, culture, mematic warfare. We will show you why only Bitcoin can give you true financial sovereignty. And when we say that, we obviously mean freedom anyways today we have a very interesting show lined up um more rumblings from uh europe's becoming full totalitarian it looks like um and all of our theories about how you know they're going to use russia and they're going to use you know all these excuses to justify the banning of of bitcoin eventually it looks like all those all those things are coming true um not surprising anyways opti what are we going to talk about during the culture well for the culture, we're going to cover a little bit of the stack chain news. Uh, I saw a pretty good article on Bitcoin Magazine, and then uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna add uh, my little take on top of it as well, and just continue to push the message of stay humble and stack sat. So excited for this one! I think it's gonna be a good show. I'm really I'm most most excited for the Nico Jones rips today because this is I know he's gonna get animated. It's gonna be a good rip today. Yeah, I mean. It's it's gonna be interesting, uh, and we got we got the the mining conference background noise as well. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Anyways, uh, let's get to it. Let's get to the news. Let's do this. Number time. Brought to you by Noddle. At this point, you should be running your own Bitcoin node. If you don't use your own Bitcoin node, you're trusting someone else's. Run your own version of Bitcoin Core, the Lightning Network, Whirlpool and dojo all from the comfort of your own home and if you're a digital nomad you have absolutely no excuse because now you can run a noddle through a virtual private server visit noddle.eu today all right all right all right at the time of recording the bitcoin price is twenty thousand thirty sats per dollar also known as moscow time four thousand nine hundred ninety three block height seven hundred fifty seven thousand three hundred eighty four reachable bitcoin nodes fourteen thousand nine hundred fifty Blocks to the halving eighty two thousand six hundred and six hundred sixteen, having estimate April twenty first twenty twenty four total Lightning Network capacity five thousand and seven Bitcoin S capacity value around a hundred million U S dollars realized monetary inflation one point seven eight percent market capitalization three hundred and eighty three billion dollars with the B Bitcoin is still a baby. Um, Greg Foss actually covered that great last night um describing of how how early where how how small bitcoin is relative to everything else anyways for for today i have this really interesting video jack ballers jack maulers going on cnbc yesterday and they were asking about his his uh the recent announcement by strike that they raised 80 billion uh, sorry not 80 billion 80 million dollars at the bottom of a bear market after bitcoin is 70 percent down there's a ton of signal there. Anyways, pay attention to Jack Mahler's words while he's being interviewed. I think he says a lot with a little. Let's check it out. Welcome back to Power Lunch with inflation high globally. Bitcoin isn't acting much like a hedge. Under 20,000, down 70% from its November highs of 68,000. But one crypto payment company strike is still raising cash at what really is a bleak time for the private markets, notching an $80 million Series B. So is the future for crypto still in the payment space? Let's bring in Jack Mallers, founder and CEO of Strike. Congratulations on the funding. Uh, talk to me a little bit about how you were able to accomplish that when I'm hearing from other companies, the access to capital right now is very slim. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, it's true. I mean. The Federal Reserve, huh? What are we going to do about that? Um, no, it's it's a difficult market, much more difficult than times prior. But I think it speaks to Bitcoin at large and Strike in particular and what we represent and what we mean to the world. 
Um, cheaper, faster, more open, more inclusive, more freedom-based payments means a lot to the world. And no matter the economic environment, we've seen tremendous growth in the business and a tremendous appetite from investors to push for that vision. There's a huge opportunity in a capitalistic sense. And there's a big opportunity in a moral and principled sense, especially in times like now where trust within finance and in payments is arguably at an all-time low. It's beneath the floor I'm standing on. So uh, I, I think that's really what that headline means more than anything else. You already uh, are giving... Ton, ton of signal there. Total jab at the Federal Reserve. What are we going to do about the Federal Reserve? Total jab at the current payment systems, right? Um, you know, all trust in them as all-time low. And that, that slight flex, right? Dude, he did raise $80 million at the bottom of a bear market. I wonder how much he would have raised if it wasn't a bear market right now. Um, but that's, that's a crazy valuation. That's a tremendous amount of money. And I know that's going to open up a lot of opportunities for strike man so i'm really looking forward seeing what strike does i know that they're going to release a debit card soon but uh i think he made it clear you know in a subtle way the federal reserve is 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 the problem and what are we going to do about that anyways opti what are your thoughts brother well first and foremost i i, I love jack ballers man he he's a character and uh, just, just you know, the, the jab at the Federal Reserve. What, what are we going to do about the Federal Reserve, guys? What, well, you know, the, 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 the poor Federal Reserve. What are we going to do about them out there? But, yeah, man, amazing. You know, also, like you said, the, the jab at the uh, payment system being the trust in payments being at all-time low. I think we are all very, very aware of this. But furthermore, you know, as you said, Bitcoiners are building in the bear market and, I mean, $80 million for strike. I, I'm very excited to see what they're going to put that money to good use for because we already know that Jack Maulers and the crew over there at strike are just continuing to build awesome products. So I think this is what, what do we always like to say part of the mainstream adoption of Bitcoin happening. And as you can tell, we are all over legacy media guys. So we have forced the conversation as Bitcoiners. And now, like I say all the time, it is our meme world and everyone else is just living in it. And and Bitcoin has forced that conversation. And without Bitcoin, we wouldn't be talking about this stuff. So it's just it's just beautiful. I say it all the time. You know, Bitcoiners just stay winning. Bitcoin, the network just stays winning. And there is no such thing as bear markets in, in Bitcoin. It is just a matter of adoption. Adoption just goes one way, and that is up and to the right. Up and so, to the right. Up and to the right. Beautiful. Beautiful to be a part of this and being at what I like to call the front rows of this. You know, like literally, we're in the front lines. Like, we're literally in the front rows. In the front <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but yeah, dude, I, I think the signal there really is um, the fact that he was able to raise, and shout out to 1031, because um, they led the, the, the funding round. Um, we were actually recording, simply was recording in their office at Bitcoin Park. Um, so shout out to them. And that really, that, that signal is that people are bullish on Bitcoin, even after a 70% downturn. And if you kind of connect it with the other things that, that have been happening, like the fact that BlackRock has just um, announced that they're offering Bitcoin exposure to their institutional clients. And I actually brought it up to Greg Foss yesterday. I was like, why are they doing this? He's like, it's not necessarily because they like it, but it's just the, it's the, you know, it's the free market doing its thing. BlackRock doesn't want to lose that, you know, that opportunity, right? So that's the signal right there, right? Is that it, the king is the king, man. Everybody has to humble themselves to the king eventually. Bitcoin's doing its thing and its incentives are irresistible. And this time's no different. Holy crap, how much money could they would have raised if it was in the bear market? Uh, a lot, a lot more. We, you know, I, we were talking, I was talking to some friends over here, and they, they were saying the, basically the same thing. It's like a lot of Bitcoiners, they realize that, like, it, bear markets are the best time because when the bull market comes, it gets so fucking crazy that... You know, money is just is just going everywhere and everyone is is just so high on the dopamine of pumping. And like I had a few friends over here. They're like, you know what? Like we are expanding in the bear market and we're like terrified for the bull runs because like that's when people get over leveraged and that's when people get wrecked. So right now, you know, the bear market humbles everyone and Bitcoin companies are building in the bear markets. And it's beautiful to see because. When this bull run starts running, when the bull returns, man, it's going to get so crazy. And, and furthermore, like what we're talking about in the news, you know, like 
it's going to get the attacks, the, the FUD is going to get pushed into overdrive, especially when the price starts pumping. So it's going to be insane. And this, this bull market, this, when the bull returns, I, it's, this one's going to be crazy. I, I, you know, stay, stay bull targeted. And this one feels like it's going to be absolutely insane. Yep, absolutely. And for anyone who's tuning into the audio, the reason you hear the background noise is we are streaming live from the Simply Bitcoin booth at the mining conference. So shout out to them for making it happen. But anyways, Opti, let's get to the news. We definitely have a lot to talk about today. The Daily News. Brought to you by Bitbox 2 Bitcoin only edition, a hardware wallet by Shift Crypto, crypto like cryptography. It's secure, it's open source, and it's so easy your mom can set it up. Self custody is the revolution, and the Bitbox makes it simple. Do not leave your Bitcoin on an exchange. Order a Bitbox today. Opti really wants to make, really, really makes me want to order a Bitbox. <laughs> Every time. Dude, that, that Every time. Still amazing. I feel like you, you're getting into my soul. Order a Bitbox right now. Anyways, so I saw this tweet um, this morning uh, when I was preparing for the show. Um, 7 a.m. from Bitcoin Magazine. EU announces new sanctions on Russia, banning all Russian Bitcoin wallets and accounts from interacting with EU service providers. And I know it, I know what a lot of you guys are thinking. Uh, that's, you know, like how you can't just ban someone from Bitcoin. Well, that's where this is going, right? Remember the attack on the EU, the, the attack the EU has had on self-custody. Remember the attack the EU, the EU has been the most hostile, right? You have Christine Lagarde mentioning by name, she's hoping for regulation in order to stop the, you know, stop Bitcoin uh, adoption, right? You had the Mika rules that were released yesterday that we covered on the show, basically making the case that, hey, um, EU wallet service providers, to use you know their words, have to identify who's using the wallet. Basically, they only want to have KYC wallets, right? So this is the this is kind of the excuse. This is the slow creep of regulation. I wouldn't be surprised that in a couple of years they say, "Hey, people can't take self custody." It's not like they're going to get away with this, but they're probably going to say this is like people can't take self custody because we can't enforce Russians using Russians not using Bitcoin. All right. And it, it goes it and it goes to a fundamental question. Right. And, and Jack Mahler's touched upon this in the very beginning. Right. Do you want an open monetary network? Right. It's the most inclusive the world has ever seen. Or do you want bureaucrats to continue a, an elite group of bureaucrats continuing to decide who should be allowed to use money and who shouldn't be allowed to use money. And we also have to have a very important discussion on what are the results of giving those bureaucrats that type of power? I mean, what happened with Canada, right? These Canadian uh, truckers, whether you agree with their politics or not, were peaceful and they had their bank accounts shut off, right? Is that the world that we, is that the future world that we want for everybody, right? Or do you want an uncensorable, um, censorship resistant um, deflationary currency, right? That has a cap supply. What type of future do you want? You know, for Greg Foster said yesterday, what type of future do you want for your children, right? So it's a very important, you know, conversation to have. But anyways, let's connect some dots uh, like we always do on Simply. So this is what we were talking about yesterday, right? EU seals text of landmark crypto law, Mika fund transfer rules, right? And it's not, again, it's a very big coincidence that this came October 5th Right. And then just a day later, they make another announcement. So just to give you guys a quick reminder. Right. It says a separate law on fund transfers requires wallet providers to check their customer's identity in a bid to cut money laundering. And then the next one. Right. Check this out, Opti. Also leaked. It was leaked. It wasn't even that they, they had the courage to tell everybody about it. It was leaked. It was leaked documents that said it. This is an article from Blockworks for our audio listeners. It says leaked EU docs warn members to clamp down on crypto mixers, right? We always knew this was coming. It was inevitable. They gave us all of the signs, right? We, they, we didn't even find out officially. We found out through a leak, right? The European Union is preparing to warn its 27 member states of pending amped up scrutiny of technologies that power anonymous transactions such as crypto mixers and privacy wallets. In a final draft for amendments to EU regulation 2015-847 obtained by Blockworks, the governing body outlines pending changes to rules dictating how member states should police the digital asset sector. The document most relates to crypto asset service providers such as exchanges, wallets, and staking platforms and the steps they must take to stamp out money laundering and other illicit 
activity in line with the Financial Action Action Task Force directives. Remember, the Financial Action Task Force is an elected bureaucracy that dictates the financial rules of the world, right? We We don't get to elect those people, and then they place these arbitrary rules that everyone else has to follow, right? It goes on to say incoming stipulations tied to how EU member states must enforce the so-called travel rule are known. Crypto entities must log detailed information on users who transact 1,000 euros or more in digital assets per year, know your customer requirements and obtaining names, addresses, countries of origins, serial numbers from passports. And remember, connect this with what the U.S. Treasury did as well, right? There's a war on privacy. Without privacy, you can't have freedom. Is it? And we know, for example, from the Tornado Cash example, we know that the vast majority of people that were using Tornado Cash were innocent. It was like the number that, that even the Treasury admitted this themselves, 80 to 90% were people just seeking privacy. So why do we have to pay the consequences for that 10% that break the law, right? It, it's like it's like blaming the gun manufacturer because someone bought a gun and used it to shoot someone else. Like it's not the gun manufacturer's fault. It falls to the individual that did that action, right? And it's very scary because and connect this, guys, because it's it's all interconnected, right? The U.S. Treasury, for the first time in its history, sanctioned open source software rather than an individual or government. You have leaked dom- documents coming out of the EU saying we're we're waging a war on you know on privacy mixers as well, right? And you have them saying, listen, if you're a Russian, you can't even you can't even interact with you know with if you're Russian, you can't even interact with European Bitcoiners. You can't even send Bitcoin amongst each other. And now when they're going to realize that that's unenforceable, which is, in my opinion, why they're trying to pass this uh, a law like this, what's the next step? Hey, you can't take self-custody because self-custody allows you to bypass sanctions, right? It, it, it's very obvious where this is going. Anyways, EU's Russian crypto ban confirmed as block tightened sanctions. It goes on to say the European Union has confirmed a sweeping ban on crypto services to Russians as it tightens sanctions in the wake of what it calls sham secession votes and four Ukrainian regions. The bloc introduced an eighth set of economic and political measures against Russia after the invasion of Ukraine in, on February, tightening a previous rule that limited crypto payments to European wallets to 10,000 euros. The existing prohibitions on crypto assets have been tightened by banning all crypto asset wallets, accounts, or custody services, irrespective of the amount of the wallet, the European Commission said in a statement on Thursday after its proposal made last week were signed off by the EU government. So, again, this is another important conversation that we need to have as well, right, is are sanctions even like... Are sanctions even a good idea in the first place, right? Who gets hurt by sanctions the most? It's definitely not the governments of those countries, which were were sold on as uh, as the public. We're like, look, we have to sanction Russia. We have to sanction Russia. We have to sanction Cuba. We have to sanction uh, North Korea. It's the people of those countries that have nothing to do with their governments that are the ones that are affected the most by sanctions in the first place. And it goes back to the original point that I was making in the very beginning, should an elite, should a bureaucratic elite get have the power to get to pick and choose who is entitled to use money or not? And a question that I have I have for you all, right, is remember, what is the name of Bitcoin? Bitcoin is the money of enemies, right? So the whole concept of Bitcoin is even your worst enemy is entitled to use Bitcoin and there's nothing you could do about it, right? The world that they want is the world of before, the world of the past, right? the exclusive monetary network that get that basically says that half the world just because of where they happen to be born with born in aren't entitled to a bank account is that the world that, is this the world of the future that we want to live in right so these are all important conversations that should we should be having and don't get distracted by the boogeyman because i saw a lot of people do that uh, see, do that on twitter right they're like oh bro it's the north koreans bro it's the russians bro it's this is like those are great excuses to take away your freedoms and you just clap along the way right so don't get distracted at the end of the day it comes down to this do we want to have an open monetary network or do we want to continue trusting in a bureaucratic elite to get to decide who's entitled to money and who's not entitled to money. I would much rather live in an open monetary network, but I don't know, man, that's just me. Opti, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I say it all the time. 
you know, you, you can't ban Bitcoin. You can only ban yourself from Bitcoin. And my first thought this morning was like, how would they even be able to like enforce this? Uh, I know, I know we talked about it yesterday. We, we definitely covered ways that they could enforce this, but furthermore, it just kind of, it's just kind of more proof to me that they really don't understand Bitcoin and they don't understand that Bitcoin can completely route around them. And there's ways and tools for this to just make no sense. And furthermore, this really feels like security theater, like SJW social justice, uh, virtue signaling right now, because they can't stop Bitcoin like this, you know, again, we know that they can potentially stop on and off ramps and that's probably where they're going to lean towards. But if we connect these dots like that we did today from and and furthermore from yesterday, um, again, we are in the then they fight you stage and it is is the early rounds, guys. And we will continue to double down on the idea that they will use these low hanging fruit excuses for as long as they work and they make people fall for these narratives. So it's absolutely insane that the European Union has gotten to this point. Uh, but I really like the comment. I think it was Narwhal in the chat. He says uh, the European Union won't even be around that much longer. So Bitcoiners can just out hodl them. <laughs> so, you know, uh, again, you know, we, we try to stay optimistic in this, but it really is insane that this this is where the, you know, the high level parasites are angling at. And and like I said in the numbers, guys, it's going to get even crazier. And these flood attacks are going to get even stronger and bigger and more coordinated. And furthermore, uh, I don't know if we fully covered it, but the, the EU also was talking about, uh, I put it on a tweet yesterday, not in just in regards to the Mika, but telling the U.S. and the IMF and the World Bank that we need a global coordinated regulatory effort. Mm-hmm. So it's like we know where they're angling and we know exactly what they want to do. And it's just upon us to continue to spread the signal and continue to tell people what the right tools are. And self-custody is a revolution and don't fall for these flood narrative lines and, you know, get Bitcoin any way possible. And, and also like secure your food sources and all this stuff, because it is getting really crazy out there. And I'm just happy to be a Bitcoiner and happy to have this, you know, uh, asymmetric knowledge of what is going on. And, and furthermore, be this close to the news so that we can, like see the attacks from miles away so it you know like it, it it's amazing yeah no and and you're in we're seeing you know basically that what we've been theorizing right is the attack you know trying to stop this they're they're scared of it it's it's a system completely out of their control so you know to use christine lagarde's own words what they're attacking is the escape valves they're attacking the on and off ramps you know now they're going to try to force they're scaring software developers. They're going to try to force software developers into into implementing KYC into wallet software. Like that is the point of the movie that we're in. That is where we're going, right? And again, it, it falls to this. Like if I lived in Europe, like holy crap, I, I would want to move to El Salvador tomorrow. Like it, it's it definitely doesn't look like a nice place to be. You know, what are the benefits of all this control? What are the benefits of giving the government all this power? I don't see it. Do you see it? Right. So anyways, just some thoughts. Speaking of governments and control, uh, I swear to God, this is real. Um, It doesn't even come from me. Uh, When I when I read this, I thought it was unbelievable. But just to give you guys a little bit of 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 a preface. This is something we talked about, I think it was a couple episodes ago. Investors ditch the euro and pound for Bitcoin in record numbers as their value plummets, right? Again, coincidence, right, that all that European regulation is coming when you get articles like that, right? But it's not only in Europe as well. Joe Biden administration urges Congress to speed up crypto rules, right? It's, it's, it's very, you know, it's very coincidental. And then this came out. This is a tweet by Tom Emmer. Tom Emmer is a representative for Minnesota's sixth district. He's a congressman. And this was his tweet for our audio listeners. We put our, we put our sources down below. It's going to seem unbelievable. So hold on to your seat. Anyways, the Biden administration wrote a report on how they could issue a central bank digital currency behind the back of Congress and the American people. Now they aren't sharing that report with Congress. What the fuck? And it's crazy because you tune into Simply Bitcoin and we've been telling you this is like, look, they are dependent. They need it. They need a central bank digital currency in order to continue their racket. The problem is that how are you going to get to the public? How are you going to get the public to agree to that? 
right? Why you get, think about it. What are the incentives that Bitcoin pr- provides, right? Censorship resistance, and it's a currency that has a cap supply, right? And if you compare that with fiat money, right, they're going to want to censor it and they're going to want to debase it, right? That's how they pay for themselves. Inflation debasement is how governments continue to spend more money, right, that they don't have, right? The deficit spending that's enabled by the money printer. If you take away fiat from them, right, they're not going to be able to fund the bureaucracies they've been able to do. So their last gasp attempt is a central bank digital currency, but they don't have the political support, right? So this type of stuff happens, which is crazy because I, I think we've been speculating of that. We've been thinking about this stuff, but like it, it, it's even crazier that it's happening in real life. They, they're, they're so desperate that they need this. And again, these are the same people that are responsible for regulating this stuff. So the people that stand the most to lose are also the people that, are responsible with regulating this. So of course they're going to be hostile towards it. It doesn't surprise me that Europe releases all these regulations. Is it really to protect the people or is it really to protect their moat? Or like Lawrence Lepard said, their privilege of being able to create money for free that everyone else has to work for. So uh, Tom Emmer goes on to say, we'll be very clear. There is no alternative to authorizing authorizing a central bank digital currency other than through legislation. And Congress won't approve a central bank digital currency unless it's open, permissionless, and private. And of course, that is never going to happen. But I love the words that he's using, permissionless and private. Maybe that's something that Bitcoin already does. Why are we trying to seek a government alternative, right? They need, they need that government alternative to justify their existence in the first place. Anyways, it's, it's really interesting. going to read Read some of this letter. Maybe I can get through it all. Anyways, it's to uh, Attorney General uh, Garland, and it says, We write regarding the Department of Justice role and recent reports issued pursuant to executive order on ensuring responsible development of digital assets and to request a copy of the department's assessment of whether legislative changes would be necessary to issue a central bank digital currency. Keep in mind, guys, we were on top of that executive order. That is the same executive order that Nick Carter debunked. That is the same executive order that Michael Saylor, Michael Saylor called propaganda. Remember, in that executive order, what did they do? They attacked Bitcoin and they promoted what? central bank digital currencies. And there's a paper by the U.S. Treasury that we've gone through many times on this show called The Future of Money. And in that paper, you know what they did? They pulled out the North Korea example, which is the justification for sanctioning open source software. And you know what they did in the in the previous in the, the next paragraph of that? They advocated we need central bank digital currencies because this is the only way that we're going to stop illicit finance. This is the only way that we're going to stop crime. Of course, it has nothing to do from if they get away with the central bank digital currency, they're going to continue their inflation racket. They're going to continue to be able to steal from people through monetary debasement. Of course, it was never mentioned in that paper that, hey, this is the reason that people are seeking an alternative. This is the reason. The reason, it, it never mentioned it. It never mentions inflation. They can't mention inflation because inflation is the racket in itself, and they can't explain it when there's a working currency, there's a working money that doesn't have it. In fact, it's deflationary. It increases in purchasing power over time. It exposes the racket for what it is, right? The sovereign individual theorized this back in the 90s and he hit the nail on the head. And of course, governments are reacting aggressively because they have the most to lose. Anyways, goes on to say, as you know, Congress's authority over coining money is exclusive. The Supreme Court has recognized Congress's power to coin money and regulate the value thereof, confirming Congress's authority to regulate each phase of currency. Uh, red, what the hell does that say? Red, the relative. Relatedly, relatedly, Congress may charter banks and grant them the right to issue circulating notes, and it may restrain the circulation of notes not issued under its authority. The House Committee on Financial Services has spent a considerable time and resources examining both the potential risks and benefits of central bank digital currencies. The committee's review has included analyzing whether the Federal Reserve has the authority to issue a central bank digital currency without authorizing legislation. Committee Republicans emphasize in our central bank 
digital currency principles that the Federal Reserve does not have the legal authority to issue a central bank digital currency absent action from Congress. Both Federal Reserve Chair Powell and Vice Chair um, Brainard have also testified on the need for authorizing legislation. So that is absolutely crazy, right? They're literally talking about <laughs> how, and the Biden administration is floating this idea that, hey, perhaps we don't have Congress's approval to implement this dystopian technology, this dystopian currency. How is central bank digital currencies different than what we have today? All our money is digital, right? We all use payment apps, if, specifically if you're using living in the United States. You use Venmo, you use Cash App, you use PayPal, right? So how is a central bank digital currency different, right? And again, they need, it's, it's the point that I keep trying to reiterate. They need a central bank digital currency to justify their excuse to exist in the first place. They're being disintermediated and you're watching them saying, no, you need intermediaries. Intermediaries are necessary. Without intermediaries, the world will burn down. Well, I'm going to make the case that um, intermediaries are now obsolete. And I would even say that intermediaries are prone to either government capture or corruption in the first place, man. They've been abused. They've been used to abuse people. Listen, I know what Bitcoin has done for me personally. I know what Bitcoin has done for Opti. I know what Bitcoin has done for the people of El Salvador. There's no intermediaries there. There is no IMF. There is no World Bank. And all of a sudden, it's doing good for people. So why don't you give Bitcoin a chance? And the reason that they can't give Bitcoin a chance is because they need inflation to continue to pay themselves. Without having inflation, they cannot fund the bureaucracies. They can't have it. And they thought they built a regular uh, uh, regulatory moat so high that they thought they were good for the rest of their for the rest of their lives. But then came Bitcoin out of nowhere. Right. So it's. It's very interesting, man. I can't believe we're living through these historical times. You're seeing the monetary demons coming out of the, the woodwork, bro, literally coming out of the woodwork. You know, they're, they're pulling out all the stops. They're saying the quiet, quiet part out loud, whether that's Europe, you know, trying to KYC wallets, trying to ban Russians altogether from Bitcoin, whether that's the United States Biden administration from <laughs> from a behind the way saying, hey, we got to we got to implement a central bank digital currency and we, we don't don't need Congress's approval. We could just get away with it. Like, dude, holy crap. What type of dystopian reality is this? Guys, realize what part of the movie you're in. Take self-custody. Hoddle that Bitcoin. Don't let these monetary demons win. Remember, guys, at the end of the day, it's Bitcoin or slavery. And I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but my money's on Bitcoin. <laughs> Booyakasha. <laughs> Well, uh, to your point, man, it, to the point of what part of the movie we're in, it's very obvious how desperate uh, these these parasites, these monetary demons are right now. And the fact that they're doing this underhanded, sneaky stuff, like these parasites are trying to pass stuff in silence, you know, do stuff behind the scenes because it's always been about control. And... Like Nico said, even though we cover this every single day on this show, it is still amazing that this is happening and, and like this is real life and, and no longer just like a conspiracy theory. Like these are the facts that they're trying to control you completely with their money. As I say all the time, they're trying to track and bag you 100%. Make sure that you don't find the exit door. But this is why we will continue to spread the sound money gospel, continue to tell you about self-custody because Bitcoin is the best currency in the world. Uh, you know, even if we just take it by the inflation rate, the current inflation rate of Bitcoin at 1.78, like we covered every day in the numbers until that 21 million hard cap bitcoin is the strongest currency in the world and it happened so quickly i remember we were we've been talking about this for for like i don't know i think it was the beginning of the year when we were talking about it and we were like yeah you know soon enough bitcoin will have the lowest inflation rate and then we got the numbers from all the central bankers in the world and they're they're in double digits basically in the first world and it's absolutely insane and furthermore to what you're saying about Bitcoin eliminating the middleman. Remember the first paragraph of Bitcoin white paper, you know, all the trust that is required to maintain the financial system. Bitcoin has eliminated, eliminated the counterparty risk, has eliminated the third parties in your money. And this is a feature, not a bug. So, of course, these monetary demons, as Nico likes to call them, 
are trying to do their best to get their little grubby fingers on Bitcoin, get themselves in in between Bitcoin or you and freedom because Bitcoin is freedom money and try to pass a CBDC behind the backs of Congress. Like it's absolutely insane and atrocious what they're trying to do, not only just in the U.S. like we, we covered right now, but what we covered earlier in, in Europe as well. They're afraid. They are terrified because they know what we know, that Bitcoin does do what we say it does. Bitcoin is freedom. Bitcoin is opting out of their control, out of their power, and they are doing whatever they can to maintain that power. And it, it's, it's, first of all, absolutely disgusting, but also very revealing of what they want to do with everyone. So like, the jig is up and their their cards are on the table and it's becoming very transparent what they want. They want you to be a slave for the rest of your life, for the rest of your children's lives. They want to continue to steal from you. And Bitcoin literally threw a wrench in their game. And now they are freaking out and doing whatever they can, doing a bunch of shady shit behind the scenes so that you are a slave forever. Like this is absolutely insane. I, I, almost can't believe it but we cover this all the time <laughs> and uh, you know i'm the in-house truther so like i obviously saw this coming but man it's crazy when as a bitcoiner your theories don't just they're not theories anymore they're like it's like oh here's the facts uh they want you enslaved you're like oh my god like this can't be real it's like yes this is actually real life and this is where we are in in the in the story so absolutely insane continue to take bitcoin into self-custody and and opt out guys like provide value to your fellow man and opt out stop being a parasite you know to all the parasites out there just stop being a parasite like go get some help as uh rave elevator said like stop using fiat go get some help like get, get some help get get off the drug that is fiat guys and and come join us on the bitcoin standard come join us on the bitcoin standard <laughs> but no seriously this is crazy developments i i suspect this will continue to get crazier how you could protect yourself as an individual is take Bitcoin into self-custody. Man, shame on the Biden administration. You know, like, look, fine. If, if Again, I'm not a big fan of central bank digital currencies, but if they have majority support, you know, in Congress, it is what it is, right? But they don't do that. They're trying to, you know, pass it by executive privilege, and I don't think that's right. And the worst part about it as well is that they're not releasing the, you know, the, the, the details about the report they're they're choosing to to keep the report private on something so consequential like a new monetary system for the united states they're not even willing to show the details to the population which in my opinion what are you trying to hide right what what is what exactly are you trying to to hide from everybody else now in terms of you know the european union banning uh russian citizens or sorry europeans from interacting with uh russian citizens with bitcoin i mean where I see this going is that inevitably they're going to say, hey, self-custody is too dangerous. You can't allow self-custody because self-custody is just going to allow people to transact with whoever they want. And I think that that's where this is going. And I think that the incremental steps, whether it's KYCing every single Bitcoin wallet, whether you know it's going after, and again, this was a leak as well. This wasn't public information, whether it's going after Bitcoin mixers. You know, it's incredibly obvious where this is going. This is the separation of money and state. Sovereign individual thesis covered this. It's playing out in real life. Holy crap, what a time to be alive. There's this really famous saying, and I love it so much, right? Where there's decades that nothing, that years happen, and then there's years that decades happen. We're definitely living through that right now. This is a crazy fourth turning baby. Anyways, anyways, let's get to the culture. Let's do it. The Daily Culture. Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. Also, guys, uh, Nico's slacking. He, he's on lack of sleep, but we got the Pacific Bitcoin Conference. We oh, will Jesus. be there in November oh, 10th Jesus. through oh, the 11th. That's why, that's why you <laughs> didn't pull it up. You didn't nudge me or nothing. I, guys, I, let's check out the Pacific Bitcoin I, I Conference. It. It's November 10th through 11th, Los Angeles, California. Speaker list includes Michael Saylor, Lynn Alden, Corey Clips. 
Watson, Jeff Booth, Dylan LeClaire, Robert Breedlove, Ty Swan, Mark Moss, Preston, Alex Gladstein, Nico and Opti are going to be doing a live Simply Bitcoin from the Pacific Bitcoin Conference. You're not going to want to miss it. And you could take advantage of the promo code SIMPLY to get a 20% discount on your Pacific Bitcoin tickets. Time. Hopefully, Opti will nudge me and remind me. Uh, I, 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 we're running. Okay, we're right. running on fumes. We're running on fumes. <laughs> I'm running on a lot of setting coffee. Up, setting up this booth was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Okay, so first and foremost, I hope you guys saw the Greg Foss interview we did last night. Nico and Greg absolutely killed it. Greg Foss went absolute bananas and. I only bring that up because there was something that he said yesterday, which just besides all the rants that got me literally, I was like passing out. We've, we've been, we've been running on fumes, but he said something yesterday and it, it just, it got me so bullish. And I know people always make fun of me because I say bullish like 47 times on the show. But anyways, as you guys can see here from Coinbeast, Coinbeast did a nice little visual for you guys. And it's the same idea that, the total addressable market for money for Bitcoin is $900 trillion. So if you're, if you're out there and you're being bearish right now, like you don't realize exactly what is going on here. And as we just covered in the news, the powers that be, the monetary demons, the high-level parasites, they know that we are coming for all the marbles. And all the marbles is $900 trillion, guys. If Bitcoin just takes a little fraction of that, number is going to go way up. And as we say all the time, there is no bear market to Bitcoin. There is just an adoption cycle. And that number just continues to go up and to the right. So for those in the spaces, I'm going to just cover some of this, some of these numbers. So $200 trillion in real estate, $247 trillion in global debt, uh, $50 trillion in physical money, $100 trillion, all the money in the world, broad money, and stock market $77.7 trillion. And there's gold market. I can't read that. I'm colorblind. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right anyways anyways wait let me read it then all right, where's the gold, the gold market, market? Right, here, right here it's too small bro. i know i know seven trillion i think it's way too small i can't see it yeah almost eight trillion okay so i bring all that up because i read i just saw this article bitcoin magazine and it's it's involving the stack chain and it's titled how a five dollar bitcoin purchase cascaded into a 1.5 million dollar viral movement and i'll just cover a little bit of the stack chain and i'll tell you why i think i'm connecting these two ideas together so here we go. Just a little little description to begin on the stack chain. I did cover stack chain a little while ago, but this is definitely all about the Bitcoin culture. And this is the culture that we are a part of and that most of my friends out there on YouTube are a part of as well. And so here we go. Uh, almost two months before... Arizona Hotto deleted his account. He tweeted an unassuming screenshot of a $5 Bitcoin purchase. Any regular person, and by regular, I mean not a psychopathic, dark, tetrad, Bitcoin fanatic would have batted an eye. But those of us that are familiar with Bitcoin Twitter know that the community, like Bitcoin itself, is an unstoppable force, even through a market. There is no such thing as Bitcoin bear markets. It is just an adoption cycle. Anyways, this was the case for Arizona Hoddle's tweet from which a new Bitcoin subculture full of stacking sats and making memes was born. So... How does stack chain work? It started with a $5 purchase and all you do is you just buy a dollar more on, as they call it, each block. And so everyone just continues to buy Bitcoin and trying to one up each other, you know, gamifying stacking. So you just each block is $1 more than the previous and the latest block known as the tip. And it can be found on Twitter by the hashtag stack chain tip. Anyways, um, let me see this next one. So in eight weeks, those participating in the stack chain went from having bought a mere $5 of Bitcoin to a whopping 1.5 million of Bitcoin cumulatively, or in Bitcoin terms, from accumulating a few thousand sats to over 7.5 billion sats. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And the reason I am connecting these two ideas is because what Matt O'Dell always says, guys, stay humble and stack sats. And he's been doing this consistently. Good morning, stay humble and stack sats. And this is what it means to be a Bitcoiner. And the reason I brought these two ideas together is because we tell you all the time, there's only ever going to be 21 million Bitcoin. And there's people out there like us that are stacking our balls off because we understand that Bitcoin is coming for all the marbles. And the fact that Bitcoin is such a small market cap, what we are under 400 billion right now or like amazing. And 
if the total addressable market for Bitcoin is $900 trillion, if you guys haven't watched the Greg Foss interview yesterday, if Bitcoin takes a fraction of that, we are talking about millions per Bitcoin. And so this this culture that, that I, we like to push of taking Bitcoin into self-custody, stacking sats, like we are taking all of this Bitcoin supply and it's going to strong hands. And I remember something that Friar Haas told us a long time ago on Twitter. I think he said something on the lines, if like a million people stack $5 of Bitcoin a day, it might even be less. Like the Bitcoin price is starting, it would go nuclear, guys. So I know that these two ideas are, you know, probably a little a little separated but the total adjustable market of bitcoin is 900 trillion dollars and the stack chain guys i think it was like 40 or 60 people are stacking 7.5 billion sats or 1.5 million dollars and this process is just going to continue to compound on each other as this signal continues to spread as more people understand that the that the parasites the, the monetary demons out there are trying to rob them consistently. So if you guys are still bearish out there, which I, I wouldn't understand why you're focusing on the price too much, understand the meme that Bitcoin adoption cycle goes one way up and to the right. And so we all need Bitcoin more than ever. Bitcoin was designed for this very moment. And you just need to zoom out, focus on, on the goals here, which is provide value to your fellow man and save in Bitcoin because the people in charge of the fiat system, the politicians, the legacy media, they will continue to fund Bitcoin. They will continue to spread the negative signal and use any low hanging fruit to fund Bitcoin. But people are stacking sats because we understand one thing. There's only one good money in the world and it is Bitcoin. There's a perfect money. It is Bitcoin. It's got the lowest in inflation rate till 21 million. It's a hard cap money. And like, if you're still bearish out there, you got to understand that there's savage people like the stack chain guys and us that will continue to buy Bitcoin because like I said, you guys need to watch this Greg Foss interview because like we are doing this for the children. I don't have children yet, but I am tired of getting my future robbed from these boomers. Uh, he went so hard on Ray Dalio yesterday. It was absolutely amazing. And there, it, it's bigger than money. It's like the Joker meme, you know, like we came for the money, but we we're staying to fix the money. And Bitcoin is doing it in real time. And it's doing it so incredibly fast that people really, you know, get sidetracked on on really mostly nuance and distractions, but the signal remains the same. Bitcoin is a hard cap, 21 million hard cap money. It's a censorship resistant money. It, it stops these politicians from debasing your currency and the number will just continue to go up. So stay humble, stack sats. We are coming for that $900 trillion total uh, available market and how could you just how could you be bullish or bearish out here? It, re, it really doesn't make sense to me. I, I said it. I said it on BTC sessions the other day. Like it's almost like Bitcoin was designed for this very moment. And it's almost like Bitcoin is winning. So stay focused. Stay spreading the signal. Keep telling people to take their Bitcoin into self-custody. Provide value to your fellow man and stay humble and stack sats. Anyways, Nico. Dude, I, in, bro. I think you hit the nail on the head and the the interview or the Simply Bitcoin IRL episode with uh, Greg Foss yesterday, you know, he really hit the nail on the head, right? Like it, it doesn't even, it doesn't even need to be a hundred percent of that 900 trillion. It could be 5%, I think he said, right? And it was going to, it would be, it would put Bitcoin at two mil, two million dollars, right? So it's, it's such a small amount. Um, and what, dude, that's a, that's a hundred X from here, um, which is absolutely insane. Um, and again, like if you kind of look back on Bitcoin's history, Pete Ruzzo does a really great job at doing this where he posts examples of people selling like a thousand Bitcoin, like back in the day, they're complaining. They're like, this is never going to get above a dollar. This is never going to get a bit above $10, never going to get above a hundred dollars. And those are all like really good examples. Sometimes you have to zoom out. Sometimes you get lost in the present. Like you get, you're like, wow, like this is never going anywhere. Look at this major drop. Like you get, you know, you get a little bit, uh, you, it, it, dude, you, it's, 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 you wouldn't be human if you didn't get emotional holding something that's just dropping the way it does. Right. And I think a lot of people lose perspective in those times, but in those times, it's the most important to zoom out, 
learn the fundamentals, listen to some Chad Saylor, listen to some Bitcoin content and really understand and remember why you're here in the first place. Right. So anyways, anyways, Opti. Wait, hold on. Before we go, before we go, um, Psyduck says, excuse me, we have over... 400 plus unique stackers in the stack chain Boom. about 40 repeat stackers though so apologize for my numbers <sighs> there is more stackers out there than even possible and furthermore there's just just testament to the idea that there are more bitcoiners out there than bitcoin twitter so you know don't get lost in the sauce on bitcoin twitter bitcoin is winning and this is uncontentious absolutely all right let's go to the meme review the Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by CypherSafe. Don't be that person that loses their Bitcoin seed due to fire damage, water damage, dog attacks. Back up your generational Bitcoin wealth on steel and there's no better place to do it than the cypher grid by cypher safe and now check out their new bitcoin art the bitcoin rulux triangle only on cyphersafe.io beautiful beautiful all right guys you already know the deal we are in an information war and your tweets are the bullets but memes are the artillery and continue to spread the signal continue to get the calls of action out there continue to make the videos because we are on the front lines and as you guys can tell it is no longer theoretical that we are in the then they fight you stage they they may not have a full-blown attack on us bitcoiners but the grumblings are happening we are on the front lines and most people don't don't want to spend the time to you know read read a 40 40 minute bitcoin article to understand why they should stay bullish they will just read a meme or they will watch this show and get tidbits and and sound bites and so continue to clip stuff continue to spread the signal because we are in an information war anyways this first meme uh, I had to put this one because, of course, it is Nico related, and I absolutely love it. Uh, shouts out to BTC Padre, and he just tags us and goes, shooting holes in the fiat narratives, and look at Nico, <laughs> Nico smile. I just, I just want to, I want to give a shout out to uh, you. See that camo hoodie? That's the represent hoodie I'm wearing right now. <laughs> Only on represent LTD. Let's go. Uh, I I don't even know what this gun is, but it, it's a I, dude. It's a machine gun. It's it was a big one. It was badass. Um, it was the first time I shot a machine gun like that. And it says shooting holes in fiat in fiat narratives. That's absolutely what we do on Simply Bitcoin. Uh, yeah, I had to add it, bro. Good good shit, BTC Padre. This next one on the news this morning that we are hearing and covering today. Uh, EU bans all Russian, uh, you know, crypto asset wallets that we just covered. I really love this meme that Corn DeLorean added, and he goes, "Nice band you got there. It would be a shame if those assets were uncensorable with the laser eyes." Yes, yes, Bitcoin is censorship resistant. Uh, you know, like as I said, how would they enforce this? It's almost like Bitcoin is uncensorable. Anyway, this next one is by our friend Bitcoin Becca, and she, or at Ghost of Becca, she lost her account, and she goes, "It's this. Uh, I forget what this guy's name, but he's a legend." And uh, it, it's, it's in regards to the EU news yesterday of the EU trying to ban wallets or better yet, trying to KYC all wallets. And uh, I forget what this guy's name is, but the legend golfer and he's just rolling dice. And then uh, I'm pretty sure there's Tiger Woods and it goes EU KYC wallet regulations and Becca's comment. But before I rolled the dice, I showed it my ID officer. <laughs> Yes, guys, you can create a Bitcoin wallet just by rolling dice. How can they ban math? How can they ban rolling dice? It makes absolutely no sense. They cannot KYC all these wallets, even though they will try. Anyways, this next one, uh, 21 JCLP. He's been killing it on Twitter. And uh, he goes, no, Bitcoin 24-7. And we got the, the infamous girl screeching. And it's got World Economic Forum on her head. And it goes, stop talking about Bitcoin. And we got a Chad Sailor, Chad Bitcoiner over here going, no, with actually it's a yellow. No, no, uh, with laser eyes. And this last one, <laughs> this one might not be nope. safe for YouTube. Oh, OK. All right. Got, got censored. Got censored. <laughs> I had to sneak it in there. OK, uh, this next one. Last one, actually, at Morpheus. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, OK. Bitcoin Morpheus, when my friends hear me talking about Bitcoin again, and it's the Arthur pissed off fist all the time, hashtag Bitcoin, hashtag Bitcoin. Well, guys, uh, 
apparently there was a not safe for work meme in there. So uh, my apologies. My apologies. I am trying to abide you gotta, by you the got You got to chill with the rainbow dildos, bro. <laughs> Hey, I, that's the first one. I thought that I thought oh, that man. I could slide. It's a family-friendly show, Opti. Uh, okay, all right. all right. I'm learning. I am learning. Anyways, I am going to give it my coffee cup today. You guys can't see the artwork, but it's beautiful. Shouts out to my boys at Kaboom Racks Kaboom for the coffee. Racks. Check out. You got to check out the racks. Um. Anyways, I'm gonna give it the this mining conference lanyard thing that I got. Uh, there we go. It's not focusing. There we go. I'm gonna give it my pass. That's what I'm going to give it. That's my score. Anyways, guys, rate the meme. It is the meme review. It's Simply Bitcoin Live. Oh, yeah, I forgot to say that part. Um, <laughs> Paul, Nico's face is pulled. Yes, bro. <laughs> Dealing with Opti. It's full-time job. Um, Silent Lamb says, Shire Hoddle, best meme of the day for the win. All right, next one. We got Opti's, Opti's neglected fifth coffee. <laughs> An episode of Simply Bitcoin with Opti going through cold turkey caffeine withdrawals. <laughs> He's going through it right now, bro. Uh, Mr. Robot uh, rate memes a bottle of water I forgot to drink last night. Mr. Robot went a little crazy last night, that's for sure. Uh, Matt Fry says, I rate the memes two fiber optic internet installations moreover, and additionally, I give them my tool belt. Uh, moreover, moreover. Moreover, sorry. I, Rave Elevator says, I give the memes Biden's ice cream cone. Narwell Taco says, I give them one Greg Foss rate Dahlia Hold rant. on, hold on. We need ropes. Ropes memes. Rating those memes, memes a censored. censored. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Very good. All right, last one by Hodlcoin. Hodlcoin says, I give the memes a comeback country documentary share. Very nice. Shout Very out nice. to Mike. Shout out to, yeah, exactly. Anyways, Opti, we got a software release today. Let's check it out. Bitcoin software release. Beautiful. Beautiful, guys. Okay, so today's software release, I am getting lost in all these uh, these <laughs> these screens, but Blockstream released uh, their firmware update for their Blockstream Jade update uh, 0.1.38. And the reason I, I, I wanted to bring this one up today is because they're adding the compact seed QRs, and I'm a huge fan of Seed Signer. And so more of you Bitcoin companies out there with wallets that are capable of doing this, I think you should add this feature boom, because boom. It, it, it's simple and it, and it makes the process of, of, you know, backing up your wallet and, and, you know, doing what you need to do just way more simple. And I, I'm just a huge fan of the QR. Hence why I wanted Amen. to continue to spread that signal. Amen. We need more, Preach. more QR codes out there. Uh, because it, again, we need to make this as simple as possible for people. And I really think that that's one of the best Absolutely. ways. Absolutely. I, I want to give also, we missed out some people. Yellow says he gives the memes Matt's proof of work. Becca says, I give the memes a watermelon. Jeff says, Christine Lagarde's toothbrush left behind at Opti's place. <laughs> and BCC Pin says, I give those memes ratings a corn. Anyways, guys, also check out the audio version of this show. Opti, why don't you tell them where they can find yes, it? Yes, 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 guys. We are on Anchor. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple. And if you love what we're doing here, we are a part of the Value for Value economy on Fountain. And you can stream us some sets. You can clip us. Uh, we had a lot of good clips coming through. I, we love them. We'll have to get this on. Uh, we got to get them on the show, bro. We, we got to get those those uh, comments on the show. And, and Yellow. Hey, I'm sorry. I don't know what I did, bro. Uh, cool it. I, I don't want war, bro. I don't want war. <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to our awesome clothing sponsor. I save oh, it yeah. for last so that you can, you guys Let's can enjoy the, the threads. Opti, show the back. Show the back. You see that? That's only on representltd.com. That's the orange pill. Yes, they're Bitcoiners over there. You can take advantage of the promo code down below to get a 10% discount off representltd.com. They make hoodies shirts, Bitcoin stuff. I like the camo stuff. It makes me feel good. And if you see me in an airport, I'm wearing it, not because they pay me, but because it's comfy AF. Check out representltd.com. All right, guys, that was our show. We really appreciate it. We are we are streaming live from the Bitcoin conference floor. Um, so shout out to them for allowing us to do that. We're at the Simply Bitcoin booth. If you're here, come stop by. You know, Maybe we'll, we'll get you on the show tomorrow. We really appreciate all you guys for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash that like button, subscribe, and share the video. Get the orange pill or get the Bitcoin revolution out there. Remember, this is a grassroots movement at the end of the day. We love you all. We will see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of Simply Bitcoin. We'll be once again streaming from the Bitcoin conference. See you all later. 
which one's the best crypto asset? Well, Bitcoin's the best crypto asset. Okay, what's the second best? There is no second best. talk with us on the show again because uh we do have a lot of friends over here hanging out with us we were having a good time with mike before the show <laughs> the show started we were uh kind of making fun of nico he, he didn't sleep too well last night <laughs> he's a little cranky and uh we were trying to lighten the mood up but uh let me look around me let me look around me of course guys uh you guys can come up here Add some sauce. I hope you guys like the show. I know the audio is a little weird because of all the background noise and all that good stuff. But if you're here, if you happen to be here and you're listening on Twitter Spaces, come hang out with us. I do have a mic. I can set up another mic. Maybe we can get more people talking. But in the meantime, guys, if you're in this in the audience, come up, add some sauce. Or else it's just going to be me and Nico ranting over here. So we could do that. We, we, could, do we that. could do that. I mean, we are we are in person for the first, well, second time, second time. But when was uh, the first time? Yesterday. Was it yesterday? Oh yeah, it was yesterday. <laughs> Nico's so fried over here, dude. I didn't sleep well last night. I did not sleep well last night. Amazing. I'm gonna get a nice sleep tonight. Amazing. But man, look, I think. Uh, I think we should just we should just riff a little more uh, until I get some friends to come back around on on just all the crazy news that's happening. And, you know, like we, we, we say it all the time on this show that we are in the then they fight you stage. And now that we have all the crazy, crazy news coming out. I didn't even end the stream. No way. <laughs> it's going. We're, 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 oh, fuck we're it. still going. We're going. No way. We're going. Dude. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hello, everyone on YouTube. I guess we are still live. Uh, let's see. <laughs> let me let me jump back in the YouTube chat, the restream chat. Uh, on that note, uh, yellow. I don't know what I did to make you angry, but apparently, no, no, we read his chat. Yeah, we, but he said it doesn't matter. This is still war. No, no, yellow, yellows. <laughs> and and you Becca, know why he you know why he's upset? Because I didn't read his. No, because I I left. And he didn't have anyone to bother me. He didn't have anyone to bother. So he stayed. He, Yellow's been at my house for five months oh, now. Oh, he needs a babysitter. I see. I see. Yeah. Now there's no, <laughs> there's no one stocking the fridge. So Wait, I don't have these. I don't have these. Uh, we're still live. Is this an outtake touch clip? <laughs> Amazing. Oh, man. All right. Well, this is going to be an extra long show, apparently, guys. We are live from the Bitcoin Mining Conference. As you guys can see, we have the Simply Bitcoin banner over here. And uh, we're just going to full smed it, apparently. I don't know. What did, can we stream for two hours on YouTube? I don't even know. Yeah, we totally can. We totally can. Amazing. All right. Well. Um, what a show. What a, what... I'm going to get comfy because if we're going to do this a long time. <laughs> long. Guys, if you're in the spaces on Twitter, uh, come back to YouTube. Apparently, <laughs> Nico forgot to stop it. Oh, my God. Wow, dude. Okay. Okay, well, so let's, good. let's get back to the signal. Right? Yeah, let's get back um, to the signal. Crazy shit. Uh, dude, it's fucking nuts, man. Like, where do you think this is going to be? couple months from now dude it's gonna get they're, so fucking they're, crazy. they're just gonna say like you can't you guys can't take self-custody because you're gonna send it to russians like that's that's <laughs> literally what they're gonna say bro yeah the low-hanging fruit it's uh, inevitable north koreans iran russia you know all bitcoiners are criminals now because we have this money that can't be stopped that is out of their control and they are freaking out. It's the they're scared meme, you know, like they're so scared, man. They're absolutely terrified. And it, and it, it's, you know, it, it is it's really sad, though, like the the Biden news that that we covered today on the CBDC doing it underhand. You know, I am an American in, immigrant. I am also me and Nico are both first generation Americans. And I almost look, hey. I, I don't want to say this, but it does feel like we've been sold a bad bag. And, you know, like they lied to us. Like they told us that we are the land of the free and home of the brave. And now it's becoming the complete opposite. It's what Nico says all the time about the sovereign individual thesis playing out in real time. And that 
if we don't fight this crazy stuff like it might be worse to be in america than than any other place like nico jokingly says it all the time like is this time for us to go to el salvador and man it does seem like el salvador is not only bitcoin country but like one of the freest places right now you know like latin america is totally different different vibe than america and it is very fitting though the memetics of el salvador the savior being the, the first one yep. to take Bitcoin, it's just, it's crazy. Like, it, sometimes, you know, you can't write a better script than reality. Life is stranger than fiction. Absolutely crazy. Wow, guys. All right, so we had some extra time on YouTube. I'm going to end the stream. Love you guys. <laughs> We're going to continue it 